Wanna Vibe is a podcast and resource speaking simply about all things wellness. We want to break down each topic and start from the beginning, avoiding the assumption that everyone knows the building blocks to a particular subject. The way we see it, wellness is all-encompassing of each aspect that affects our everyday lives. In addition to our faves like fitness and nutrition, this could mean anything from relationships to careers, finances, spirituality, and so much more. We are Abby and Issa. Wanna Vibe? Everyone, welcome back to One of Vibe. I'm Abby. I'm Issa. We officially have like a little intro like thing yeah. that we do now. It Hi just everyone. Came. Hi everyone. You say I'm Issa and then I say I'm Abby or whatever we say. Whatever we just said is our thing. It just like comes out. It just comes right on out. Um, what's going on? Oh my God. I feel like going into October, I don't even know when this is going to air, probably way after October. Yeah. But right now we are on the precipice of October. Chaos. Yeah. And <laughs> October's fucking trash for scheduling. Well, yeah. Just because of all of the things like, so I just got back from San Francisco mm-hmm. and then in three days I leave for San Diego. And then as soon as I come back, you have like weddings and stuff. Yeah. So my best friend Jen's getting married. Congratulations, and Jen. Yay. She's By the gonna, time you hear this, you'll be married. You'll, you'll be, be wife. Right. You have gone on your honeymoon. Her last name's going to be Turner. And I keep trying to push the hashtag, hashtag it's Turner time, but nobody's biting. <laughs> and I'm getting annoyed. Listen, that's fucking funny, but I wouldn't want that hashtag for <laughs> my wedding either. Because you want your wedding hashtag to be like romantic and Nuh-uh. timeless. I mean, most people do. You're going to have a really fucking weird, ironic hashtag. No, mine's badass. Sure. Oh, you already have a hashtag? Yeah. Of course you do. Why am I not surprised? I'll tell you off air. I don't want to share it. Yeah, I don't blame you. But you better start hashtagging things now so, so no one takes it. I mean, I can't until we're... I got married before hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so traveling is crazy. Our schedules are crazy. And I feel we're bad. basically not recording after today. For a while. Well, and for I've... two weeks. We're recording in two weeks. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I, it's just tough because like, I want to make time for my friends. Like, and I just feel like I have no time or mm-hmm. like we have plans and like, obviously like making time for my friends, I have Jen's wedding and I have a lot of planned things, but like the in-between where my friends are like, let's go to dinner. Let's do this. I'm like, I fucking can't. Yeah. I just can't right I'm now. I'm tired yeah. and I feel really bad, but at the same time, I'm like, I need to preserve some energy. John and I, our anniversary is coming up at the end of the month. It's also my best friend Danielle's birthday. I've talked about her on the podcast. I met... John on the same day as Danielle's birthday. So it's a great day. Um, And easy to remember. And so easy to remember. So, and it's the day before Dylan's birthday. So October 30th. And makes uh, sense. Halloween party. Right. So we met at a Halloween party. I can't, we can't even, John and I had to book each other early. Like, we're celebrating our anniversary the 6th and the 12th because we can't do it. Wow. Like on the day of our, I teach on the day of our anniversary. It's crazy. Crazy. But you want to know what we're doing, which I'm really excited about? Yes, I already know, but tell me again. Puppy dog yoga. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I really want to do goat yoga. but it's I did not, too. It's not a thing that's easy. I mean, especially not around here. Like you got to go to like the country for that shit. Right. I tried to look for it when we were in Hudson and I couldn't find it. Yeah. They, so I was looking for goat yoga and I stumbled across a puppy happy dog accident. Yoga. Yeah. <laughs> so much, so much more fitting for you. Yes. So much more fitting. And for they're you. adoptable, which I'm oh, just no. saying. Don't do things it. Things might. Don't do it. Things might happen. Let me tell you something when I got Dexter and I it's very someone that hears this is gonna find me and punch me on the street but like (laughs) everyone says 
oh, once you have one kid, having two is the same and having three is the same. It's the same thing with dogs. It's not the fucking same. <laughs> I had Roxy who was like the best. I mean, she had like her puppy like moment of yeah. like craziness. I think my mom called it puppy madness. But then everyone was like, you know, I got an itch to get a second dog. And everyone's like, oh, having two is just like having one. You take one out, you take two out. You feed one, you feed two. No. Mm-mm. It's not the fucking same. It's so much more work. It's way more fucking annoying. You've met Dexter. He's a fucking asshole. You're killing my vibe. I'm just saying, I'm trying to protect you. <laughs> trying to be from a good making friend. a giant mistake. So that we don't have a because friendship. Because then right. those dogs are still going to be alive when you and John have kids. And then you have two dogs and a motherfucking kid. One dog, one kid. Awesome. Because you know why? Dog cleans up after kid. <laughs> two dogs, one kid. Too much. Too, too much. I'm just saying. On my flight home from San Francisco, I read the whole book, The Testaments by Margaret Atwood. Right. It's the follow-up to The Handmaid's Tale. I don't know why. I just had like a total brain fart. Yeah. 419 pages. I read the whole thing in a four and a half hour flight. I, you are in it. you are listening, read this book. This, this author is just like, she blows my fucking mind because she's also co-writing the TV show. So she wrote The Handmaid's Tale in 1985. It is 35 years later. It is 34 and a half years relevant. later. It's way more relevant now, but that's besides the point. She's co-writing this TV so- show and decided to write almost like, it's not a sequel. It's like, it's like tells the story in like a parallel way without overlapping, if that makes sense. I don't want to like give it away, but like it's from right, like right, a, right. you know, different perspective and like whatever. And so it's just so well done. I just I cannot believe the talent. And she's like 150 million years old at this point. Like I'm like oh so sad God. that we're not gonna see more from her, but so good. So good. And so now it's like, you know, when you read a really good book or like whatever, and then you just feel like no other book you're going to read compares. I know. Like, how could I possibly crack this one open? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I did. Sounds fun. This week. Yeah. What's our vibe today? Friendship breakups. <sighs> Which Abby doesn't want to do, but I understand because we already recorded this episode. So we recorded this episode and granted, I didn't even listen to the post recorded episode. You did. did. You didn't vibe with it. Cool. What I felt was that it didn't have enough information, really. It was more like you asking me, saying like, well, give me an example. And I'd say, I don't know. I just know it happens. Mm. And I thought that that sounded like shit. Mm. And I didn't want that to be... I didn't want it to be a mindless episode. No, totally. I need structure. That's respectful of people's time. Thank you. And actually with... Because you and I were kind of like, oh, we don't want to... Or you didn't want to record it as much because you're... At the time, you were having a little bit of an issue with a friend and you were in it, you know? So you felt more passionate about the subject right where now time has passed and right. it's blown over and then like I feel like a few weeks ago you brought up recording it and I just wasn't in that state of mind right. to re-record it and then you know the other day when we were talking about what we were going to record today I was like let's do it because like now I am I can look at it more objectively yeah versus one when I was really in it and then two when I was so over it you know what I mean right now I'm like at a place of peace with it good so I feel like I can speak not as heatedly maybe as the first time we recorded it, but not, not as cavalier as I would have like however a month ago or whatever. Yeah. Right Um, now I'm going through a friendship breakup. I'm pretty sure. You're pretty sure. Yeah. I so. What makes you not sure? Okay. So what makes me not sure is that I feel weird because like I don't hate the person at all. I'm just really frustrated and just now I get to a point where I, 
I'm done. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to deal with it anymore. And I think that's where we differ in this topic is that like, is how we potentially handle these types of situations. Yeah. So I've but talked- I want to disclaim, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no. I want to disclaim that I don't think that like, at least from my perspective, I'm going to talk about this from my most recent experience, but I don't think that you can generalize like you handle friendship breakups this way and I right. handle them this way because no two people are the same. No two relationships are the same. So every single situation is going to warrant different actions. Right. I'm just, I just think that like from what is most fresh is mm-hmm. how we're speaking. Exactly. And Abby and I handle things really differently where I'm definitely more emotional. So I always say too, you're allowed to grieve a friendship breakup as if it was a death, especially if it's something dramatic that comes, I don't know. She, she, hooked up with your boyfriend or something where it's really volatile and you're allowed to be in a lot of pain over that. And I think some people try and stop themselves from feeling that pain and it just manifests in different ways of acting out. And I... I just think it's so important for people to acknowledge that you're allowed to be sad over not being friends with somebody anymore, yeah. especially if they meant something to you. Yeah. Um, I think you're better at not showing that, where for me, I would probably be like, I miss you as my friend, and I, I don't like that we're not talking, but I don't feel like that right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. in that place. I definitely agree with you, and I, I made a note of that too, is like, I think that, at least in my experience... <laughs> Thankfully, I've never been, I mean, it's very much like an intimate relationship, right? Like for the most part, unless there is an instance, Mm -hmm. like a cheating instance or whatever, more so in friendship breakups, you see it coming, you know, there are small things that lead up to like you finally being done. Whereas, I mean, how often, honestly, does your best friend cheat on you with your boyfriend? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. Best friend hook up with your boyfriend or, or there is like a catastrophic situation that causes the demise of that relationship in a split second. I agree. Especially way more now. Yeah, way more in like intimate relationships does that kind of stuff happen. You get drunk, you go out, you fuck somebody, right. and then your relationship is over. And like that to me warrants grieving 100% yeah. regardless of the situation. But I feel like with friendships, it tends to be more of like a built up thing. And so for me, like... <laughs> that my grieving happens during that time right of the you know just like the distancing yourself or like the person not being respectful of your asks or just the clear disalignment of your relationship right and no does do people address it at that point are you addressing it are they bringing it up do you have a conversation about it so i yes in my particular situation, I will bring it up and I try to do it in a way that it doesn't feel very serious, but like, I feel like those things have to be addressed because if you ignore somebody's behavior that's bothering you, how are they supposed to know to change or that they're doing something wrong or that they're offending you or whatever the case may be? So right. like, you know, in, in a certain case, it might be, Hey, like I need to, I need to set expectations for you as, as to what I'm able to give you as a friend or, Hey, you said this and it really bothered me and I need some space to get over it or right. whatever it is. You know what I mean? But I think without, and sometimes it ends up being more than one conversation, which is like the fucking worst. I can't do that. Well, I can't like do it more than once. I also think that again, that is like a 
measure of the friendship thing. If I've been the person that I'm thinking of, I've known for literal decades Mm -hmm. and share many a mutual acquaintance with. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not as easy for me to just drop somebody when I know I'm going to have to see them at social functions and like, I'm going to be on group texts with them like stuff like that. So out of sort of respect for the third parties that are involved, but also out of kind of a little bit of buffer for myself. Makes it easier on you too, just to yeah, like not have it's the like, drama. It's like a it's like a progressive thing. Like, hey, you know, like I'm gonna distance myself without saying something. And then when that person is like, hey, you don't talk to me anymore, well, you know, I need some space, XYZ. Or, you know, it seems like you are expecting this of me and I can only give you this. Right. But sometimes that ends up in a really uncomfortable confrontation between you and that person, me and that person. And it's just a matter of like, our relationship is at an impasse. Like in 20 years, you are not the same person that you were two decades ago. Right. And it's amazing when two friends can grow together during that period of time or grow so much in themselves that they can be appreciative of where that other person is in that period of time. But when you grow so far apart, sometimes it's just like so energy draining that you just can't do it. That's where I'm at now. Yeah. I, I kind of have like two scenarios and one of them is... Like one of my friends was having an event that I felt like I should have been involved in. And like we had talked about in the past and all of a sudden when it came to it, I wasn't involved. Um, I'm going to keep it like that just because yeah, I know no, I don't want to give too many details. But um, this was like two, three years ago. And our relationship has never, never been, been the, the same, same since because I was I felt. But did you address it? No. And I never addressed it. And I was just, you know, like. We talked about the addiction episode. There was also stuff with that where I felt like as my friend, and I I don't feel, I guess I do feel slighted, honestly, like now that I'm looking at it, but it was as if, you know, when you were struggling, I was there. And then not with drugs necessarily as person, but like, you know, in relationships yeah. or whatever, I was life, always yeah. your go-to that you were calling and talking to. And then when everything happened with me, you didn't even reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And then, but then when I got better, you were my buddy again. Mm-hmm. And then you have this big life event that I we used to talk about that I'd be part of. And then you told me, actually, I'm not having you in it. And like, I'm not in, including you. And I was like, what? What do you, we grew up talking about this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so, I didn't say that, but my heart just like, right. like, and from then on, I noticed that our relationship is very different and it's my fault. I know it's a hundred percent my fault, but I don't have the heart to even address it in that way and say, I, uh, in these two scenarios, you fucked me up. Yeah. And now like when you, because I adore you when I see you, which is hard. This is a weird thing. Yeah. I love you when I see you, but just getting there is hard for me. Making an effort for you is difficult for me. I I don't think that that's necessarily a breakup or like on the verge of breakup. I think there's a potential for mending there. It's on me and I'm not ready to do it. Well, yeah. And I don't think that you should take all of the responsibility because every relationship is a two-way street, right? Like that person should have had an, a candid conversation with you. But at some point, if you do want to mend that relationship, now it's on you to address mm-hmm. how you're feeling. I have to. And for me, I mean, like I made this note and I wanted to make sure that I said this because we were talking about the grieving period. I feel like 
the opposite to what you just said. I let things, and maybe it actually is what you just said, but I let relationships go on so long that by the time we break up, there's no grieving. I'm like, right. Like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. You know what I mean? And like, um, but that's, it's time, right? Like it might get to the point where with this particular person, you in a year from now are ready to have that conversation, ready to forgive, ready to bury the hatchet and ready to move on and grow together. Or in a year from now, you're ready to say your piece and bury the relationship. Right. You know what I mean? But like, you also can't force yourself into making that decision. That's the only thing. I just don't feel compelled to have this conversation at all. And the only reason that I had such a confrontational conversation was because I was basically forced to like this person kept coming at me, coming at me, coming at me. You don't call me. You don't make an effort. You don't do this. Like all of these accusations. And I said, listen, I've tried to manage your expectations in the past, but you're not hearing me. You're not being respectful of my ass. Right. And therefore like, we're going to need to just not, you know, like I, respect you as a person. I wish you all the best, but clearly we are not aligning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want there to be, you know, animosity towards each other when we see each other out. Like I don't harbor those types of feelings towards you, but you need to let go. Right. Because I've already let go, you know? Right. I, my second situation is the person that I talk about all the time in the podcast that I'm like, we're, this is going downhill. Mm -hmm. Like we're not working out. Um, and I feel like a more mission. This person's been my one of my best friends since I'm a kid. And so, like you said, like either you grow together, you grow apart. And you know, they were there for me when I was sick. And then I noticed that they are struggling, or they were struggling, I guess, drinking a lot. And I've said this before. For me, I have to protect myself from being around energies that seem draining or like mm-hmm. take away. Anyway, let's get into the nitty gritty of it. He and I were really good friends for a really long time. We never fucked. People love to think that. Oh, it's God. not not a thing. And um, How high school? Yeah. Like, we, we've been really, really, really good friends through all my boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never a thing. All my boyfriends know him. Anyway. Um, so, now there's, like, this weird thing where... We've had conversations of like, I'm sorry. And like where he's apologizing to me, I'm sorry. What happened was when I first started spinning, he would always tell me he was coming to class Mm -hmm. and he would never come. I'm so sick of people being a fucking flake. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me you're coming. Yeah. And but because it makes me feel so much worse when you tell me and then you Mm -hmm. just don't show up Mm -hmm. and then you ignore me. Mm -hmm. And so what would happen was I'd get a confirmation that he was coming, I'd be excited because I had just started spinning, so I just wanted people to come right, and right, be there and right. like just kind of pull my class together. He wouldn't show, and then a few days later would send me a recipe for enchiladas. No, dude. Right. Like, stop fucking gaslighting me. Like, I'm an idiot. Like, oh, because I would say, what the fuck is this? And he'd be like, what's wrong? Why are you mad? Try and like play me. Yeah. And I was like... I'm not like your dumb bitch girlfriends. They're not all dumb bitches. But, I, you know, I'm just being mean. But I'm like, I'm not like these fucking girls that you can gaslight and, and manipulate. I'm not like them. So don't fucking talk to me like that. Don't send me fucking enchilada recipes because I was getting lit up that how dare you tell me, you know, like, it's me. It's not yeah. anybody else. Like, that's what made me crazy. And then another time I'm at dinner waiting for him. Doesn't show up. Ooh. Fine. So I like text him. Oh, I'm parking. A half hour later, still isn't there. I'm like, yo, where are you? Oh, sorry, I'm not coming. 
So I just waited at the fucking bar for you for an hour and change so that you could lie to me and say, I'm on my way. I'm parking. All these wild lies and then not show up for me. Fine. That sounds like someone who's mentally unstable, honestly. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think it's that. I think I think maybe he's just struggling. Maybe with like emotional issues. Like he's an only child and he is the epitome of only child syndrome. Mm-hmm. So is my friend. Yeah. Like, oh no, Dylan. Oh my God, you fucked Dylan up already. Because he's just a just a baby. <laughs> I love Dylan so much. I just worry about that because I've met. I mean, listen, I've met some very stable only children too. Okay, to I want to round that out. But I do know some really fucking annoying only children. Yeah, and y'all don't know how to share. Yeah, or like or to express yourself properly because you yeah. just get what you want. Yeah. Anyway, that's how I feel. And then. <laughs> There's been a few occasions where, like, two years ago for my birthday, um, John invited him, and I was like, why the fuck would you invite him? I don't want him there. So, I got to give the kid credit. He didn't show. He had messaged me and said, I didn't think it was appropriate for me to be there. Oh, good. So I got to give him that. And it wouldn't have been. Two years ago? This was two years ago. And then this past year, I didn't invite him. Yeah, but, like, why is he even still a part of your life? Well, you know, because, like, I have a hard time letting this go because I love this kid. And I just... look at you right now. I know. I'm insane right now. And it, like, it makes me crazy. And it makes me so sad because we, like, our families are, like, very meshed. And I love his parents. And, like, my parents love him. And, um... Like we've gone to dinner like two years ago where he was apologizing to me and, and I'm like, dude, it sounds like an abusive relationship. Yeah. It sounds like you're making excuses. I am. And I, but I'm, I finally got to a point. So he has like drama with his girlfriend or whatever. Allegedly they're together. They're on again. They're off again. She's lovely from like what I know of her. Um, and recently he asked everybody to unfriend her. Yeah. Like you're five. And I was like, dude, we were going to the gym, John and I, and I get a text message and I read it and I turned, I hadn't spoken to him in months and it said, do you me a favor and can you unfriend so-and-so? It's a small ask. I know I'm not your favorite person right now. Oh my God. And I'm like, well, you got that right. And so I show it to John and I'm like, what do I do? Like, and so then he's like, nothing. He said, ask why? Ask, so I just wrote why. And before I even press send on the why, he writes back in all caps, then don't. And so I turn the phone to John. I'm like, can I tell him to go fuck himself now? Can I say it now? And John's like, let me look at the phone. So he like takes the phone. He drops it in his pocket. He's like, let's go to work out now. Good. And I'm like, this is when I, like, yeah, but aren't you glad you weren't reactive? You know what really lights my asshole on fire <laughs> is when people do shit like like that on social media. Like if you were to make a passive aggressive like Facebook post or like mm-hmm. tweet or whatever about we we have some people in common that do shit like that like right. passive aggressive like Instagram story text like you know like don't ask for favors when you're not my friend. You know what I mean? Like Right, right. You are a child. This kid is acting like a fucking child. Stop making it. Cut the ties well, loose. If you guys is, are meant to come back together when he gets his life together, but it's been years. I know. So here's the where the nail in the coffin goes. Because it was his birthday recently this past week, and I actively did not wish him a happy birthday. And now I'm done. And now I'm like, there it is. So you know. He sounds like he's not rational enough to have a conversation with anyway. 
Yeah. Well, it's more like a people pleasing thing where it's like, I know, and I'm sorry. And then you move on from that. However, it does still make me sad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know, when I see him, because we have a lot of mutual friends. So when I see him, it's like, it's annoying because like Chico goes right up to him and I'm like, get the fuck away from him. <laughs> yeah. Don't go by him. I think that the difference is that you have way more patience than I do. I have a lot of patience and like my emotions will override whatever knowledge I know of the person where but how is this mad emotion that you're you literally just caught on fire (laughs) like how does that not override all of the like bullshit apologies yeah like I it's hard for me to stay angry because it stresses me out but I'm open I'm willing to like end this cut this tie yeah you know and it I I always say this like I have I need you to fuck me over like 10 times before yeah, I like okay. cut the cord. I know. And I'm learn I'm trying to learn that. But I'm going to tell you like even when I talk about it it's usually like me being facetious and a little spicy and I get sarcastic but I'm really sad about yeah. this. And I it, it's weird because he was such a big part of my life. I'm like getting emotional even like thinking about it now. And I'm like, dude, where did we go wrong? What happened here? And why, why I also look in, I'm like, why the fuck can't I like, why can't I accept like this change? And like, there's a, why am I like this? Okay. Oh my God. It's, stop. Take a deep breath. It's okay. I don't know. But like when I think about it, then I get emotional because I'm like, we were such good friends. Yeah, but not not everybody is meant to be friends forever. Like oh, I know. The, the way that I think about it is like this person served this purpose in my life for this period of time. Right. You know, like when I was single, when I was in high school, when I was whatever, like we were party animals and we had so much fun and we would go do dumb, dangerous shit together because like, that's the friend that that's the purpose that this person served in my life. At this point, I do not go out. I am married. I have a child. Like I, you know, have a very demanding job and like tons of things that keep me busy. And if this person can't be respectful of that, then they're not serving me in this period of my life. That doesn't detract from the good times. Right. It just means that like we're on, we're in different books, forget different pages. We're in different books. And so like, who knows? I can't predict the future in 10 years. It might be you and this kid, you know, like hanging out with your kids together or like whatever. But like, you have to appreciate it for what it was instead of being upset about what it's not right now. Right. It's hard to do that. Yeah. Especially the feeling like in it where I'm like, come fucking on, like pick, let's go, like get your shit together. Like, yeah, but that's not your responsibility. No, I know. But it it seems, it feels like it is because we have so much history where it's like, we've always seen each other through and like, now I don't fucking want to anymore. Well, I mean, and also you've, it's not like, it's not like your first scenario where that person didn't even try to help you get through your tough times. Like you clearly tried. Right. Many a time you did your part. Yeah. It's not like you just dropped this person like they were hot because they were struggling. Like you did your piece and now it's your time to like step away and stop punishing yourself. Right. For something that's not in your control. No, you're right. It's just frustrating. Anyway, we did um, a poll on my Instagram of like why oh sorry I had my hand by my mouth so if I sounded we did a poll we did a poll on our Instagram um first let me tell you like a lot of people answered and it was why you broke up with a friend right we'll go on we'll go back in a second okay 
Uh, the I first didn't even one. Read this. I'm not gonna lie. You're, that's okay. The first one was they broke up because of money. First like, of all, that's crazy. Don't fucking give your friends money. That is crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how old you are, person that answered this, but like, no. I know. No. I mean, not. First of all, you don't hire your friends to do business for you. You don't lend your friends fucking money. Right. I don't care if it's between them being homeless. And you lending them money, like, let them be homeless. Yeah, how'd you get here? Holy shit. Holy shit. I know. Holy shit. I, 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 listen, I am very generous and, like, I like to buy my friends dinner or take them out or, like, whatever it is. Right. But but I'm not expecting them money. But I'm not expecting them (laughs) to pay me back. Right. Either. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, if so, I, I mean... I would never even be able to approach no. someone and say, I need $1,000. Well, you it, think I, you can I, lend it to I me? I think desperate times probably right. call for desperate measures. But you have to, in that type of situation, if you're lending a friend a friend money, you have to know that you're fucking up your friendship. It's crazy. And you're, uh, because literally if I lend you money, I want it back the next day. So how are we going <laughs> to do this? I hate doing like don't ask me don't no, come in I mean whenever a relationship a friendship turns transactional like that it's just oh transactional it's just no good the second one which was really popular was that they just grew apart yeah wait so a lot of people said the money thing I had like three people with holy money. shit yeah um guys another one was the response was she faked having cancer okay well that's I mean that's somebody that's not well I don't know the whole story. I mean, I the, the, just with that line, it's like, I do know the whole story and that's insane. But what I got to give to this person that said it did not indulge me in details. Like yeah. when I, cause I'll respond to them. I'm right, like, holy right, shit. Right. And she's like, yeah, I don't know, girl. Like it was crazy, but I didn't ask, but I loved that she kept it because I know I personally have heard versions of the story right. because it like ran around in my town, but I just loved so much that she, she just said it, but she kept it respectful and like, didn't like... It's crazy. Can you imagine? No. I mean, I had a hundred years ago, like high school, I had a friend that was like a pathological liar about like weird shit. Like when she turned 16, she told everybody she was turning 17 and she told everyone she got her license and she used to steal her parents' car and drive around. It was wild. It was wild. But she was also 16. So it's like, who who can even rationalize with a 16 year old brain? But like somebody that's faking... Like, like a sober medical condition is like mind. not like there's something very deeply emotionally troubled about that person. And I almost like, yeah, for sure. Get the fuck away from them. Yeah. But also like I, there's a very small part of me that feels very sad for right, that person like, because it's, they're clearly crying out for help. Right. Uh, the other one was political preference, which I'm definitely here for this. And like elections and any voting in any way has made me realize how fucking racist people that I know are. I know. I'm like, yo. It's actually made me not realize, not race, but it's made me realize how fucking dumb people are. Yeah, that too. You know, like I, this is a totally different podcast, so I don't want to get super political, but like I have friends that voted for Trump because somebody told them to. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, and also I am of the percentage of in household income where I have to pay a higher tax bracket. Right. But I should, because I'm an, of that percentage of household income, the right. more money you make, the more taxes you should pay guys. It's fucking logical. I saw a meme or like a girl posted a meme who voted for Trump and it was like, I can't believe people want celebrities to be running the country and this isn't that. And she was like, meaning, I guess, I don't know who the fuck she was talking about, but I'm like, bitch, you voted for him. What are you talking about? Also, he's like a D-list celebrity. But you know what I mean? Like where it's like, and she was like hating on it. But I'm like, meanwhile, you're like Trump 2020. Get the fuck out of here. I can appreciate, I can't appreciate anybody that supports Trump. I can't. We don't appreciate you. But Trump aside, I can appreciate someone who has different political views from me with education behind it. Right. Don't just say, don't say I voted for this person because my husband did. Right. Don't say I voted for this person because my husband told me what this other person is bad about. You know what I mean? Like, right. Just do a little research. You need to come to me with knowledge and actual facts to back up your point. And great. I will support you and your Republican ass all day fucking long. Like my dad is a Republican. My dad did not vote for Trump. My dad is a Republican. Him and I will sit and have these debates for like hours and hours and hours. Right. And it's not even that like I have any anti-Republican views. Like I go shooting guns. Like I, you can have a gun. I don't give a fuck as long as you're safe with it and lock that shit up, you know, but I'm getting off topic here. I know. Um, but no, I just but these are that, things like, that put wedges in, in relationships. They really do. I mean, I have also, like, m- my favorite aunt and uncle are, are Republicans. And I've just gotten to the point where, like, if you're really important in my life, let's just stay off this That's topic. That's it. Let's just, let's just not talk, talk about, about it. it. Exactly. But it also, wait, like, seeing these things, especially with social media, where I'm like, ew, I don't even, I didn't know you thought that way. Yeah. I have some Latin friends that love Trump. I'm like, yo, are, do you yo, own... Yo, he hates you. <laughs> he fucking hates you? Do you own any fucking mirrors in your house? Because you need to see yourself. Like, it's so funny because if it were if it were a, a rational-minded business person that had been running for presidency, I could almost get behind it because our country is a business, right? And none of our f- former politicians have run this company as if it were a business. So it makes sense, like from a generally speaking level to have a businessman in charge of the country. That said, Trump is not mentally stable (laughs) and therefore should not be in charge of our country, like period, point blank. And if you're somebody who is a minority, especially like what? I know. And so speaking of minorities, another reason what that we got that people were breaking up relationships was because their friends were racist. Yeah. And not just racist, but like people that are prejudiced or homophobic mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. Just like I find for me a huge um for me at this point in my life, it's like more of it's less of a friendship breakup type of situation and more of a reason to not pursue a friendship situation. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? My circle of friends is super, super small. Um, and we've all been together forever, but if you're, if you're passing judgment on something because you don't understand it or because it doesn't apply to you single handedly, like you're not, what are you doing? What are you right. doing? Like you can be a vegan you can be a lesbian. You can be... You can be a vegan lesbian if you, you want. You can be a vegan lesbian. As long as you're not trying to convince me to be a vegan lesbian, do whatever the fuck you want. Right. You know what I mean? That's it. Do you, boo. I don't get it. Oh, my God. My, Carrie, her license plate says, do you, boo. See? I love you, Carrie. <laughs> 
Do you, boo? <laughs> She's probably not listening to this right now. So let's bring it back to friendship breakups more so. In my experience, when you've been like really good friends with somebody and things start to change, it's a few things, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So A, they're an energy vampire. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a mil times. A mil times. Uh, it's a slow drift, so you grow apart, right? right. Um, betrayal, which mm-hmm. I do think as you get older is a a less, yeah. uh, it's a more rare thing. Yes. Um, I haven't had somebody really betray me in a very long time. Me either. And not to my face. Not, not that I know about. Right. I haven't found out yet. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is lying. There's really no need to lie about literally anything at all. You know, it's so funny. I agree because I feel like we're in our 30s. Like, if you don't want to do something... Just don't fucking do it. Just say, I don't want to do that. But I find that that's actually not a, a practice that a lot of people adhere to. Like, people feel very... Um, pressured to do social things or, you know, see people or whatever it is that they don't want to do. And it's like, why? Y'all, you look worse and you threaten your relationship when you say yes and either ghost or cancel last minute. Or go anyway and talk shit. Yeah. And don't go with a bad attitude. Yeah. Sometimes I have to prep myself in the car. A, this person's important to me. So I'm going to show up. And no shit. Like I'm in the car. I'm like, we're going to do this. I'm clapping my hands together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like starting to like sway you're from so side good. to side. You're so good at that. <laughs> you know, because I'm like, we said we're going to do it. Yeah. So now we're going to fucking do it 110%. Yeah. Don't show up giving me half ass bullshit where you're like, oh, this is so lame. Then why the fuck did you come? Yeah. You know, don't, and so don't lie and say, A, don't lie and ghost. Like, don't lie and then not come at all and then make up some excuse. Don't say you want to be there and then last minute pull out. Don't say you're going to go and then complain about it. Don't say you're going to go and complain about it. You risk your relationship when you do that. Like, you're in charge of you. So, like, fucking own that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Another thing is, like, your friend doesn't support you during a challenging time, which is what I was saying before. Mm-hmm, I was going mm-hmm. through something hard and now it's affecting my relationship mm-hmm. with this person years later mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, I still don't like, like I'll fuck with you when I see you, but like I don't want to make an effort to even see you. Mm-hmm. So it affects our relationship because I like almost every time I hear from you, I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. why? And it's annoying. Um, I wanted to add something to this, but now I forgot what it was. Mm. Well, the next one is failure to be happy during your high points. Yeah. Can support. You, like... <laughs> If something good happens to your friend, you high five and you bring fucking cookies and you're like, yes, this is amazing. Let's celebrate. Even if it's the smallest thing, Mm -hmm. just be happy for your friends because you take notes when something good happens to you and your friend doesn't acknowledge it or it's just like, yeah, okay, cool. It leaves it alone. You're like, fuck you. On the flip side, if you are going through a challenging time. You need to tell your friends that so that they can be supportive That's of you. That's true, too. If you don't tell your friends that you're going through a challenging time and then they don't support you because they don't fucking know and then you try and hold it against them later, you're the asshole. Right. So, I don't know. Perhaps, like, an issue isn't, like, that severe as some of the ones that we've discussed. I mean, I, I don't think they were that severe. But, like, it's not as severe as, like, yeah. che- cheating on your friend or, like, getting into a big fight with them, like a really tumultuous fight yeah. where the person stops talking. Um, you might even be annoyed with your friend, but, like, don't understand why. Then what? Before you make any rash decisions, I think... Pause. Yeah. Well, what does that stand for? No, pause. I just meant pause. But isn't, like, pause... Like, like, like 
an acronym for something? Oh, if it is, I didn't know that. I just meant like like um, the pause button is what I meant. All right. Well, we're going to, yeah, we'll <laughs> hit pause, take a breath. Yeah. But um, you want to get some distance so that you can evaluate your friendship. Yeah. Make sure you're making the right decision. Are you feeling, you know, like, let's see, like, what is the current issue in our relationship so that you can acknowledge it and then discuss it? Yeah. Is there a past problem that has never really gone away or it's recently resurfaced? Yeah. Um. Do I still view our friendship with affection? Have we always had problems or are they new? Yeah. I think that this is big. I think that, I mean, especially like I can say from my own personal like way of dealing with things is that I'm super reactive. So pausing for me is like not that easy. Um, but, you know, that being said... Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like we're all so busy, right? And it's like not like the older you get, the harder it is to make friends. And so you really need to like be careful with your relationships. And so if it's something that you're very sure about Mm -hmm. and you feel very strongly one way or another about, then, then you need to follow your gut and your intuition and make that decision. But if it's something that like you can't put your finger on or you're kind of going back and forth between, then it does warrant like a little bit of space for you to like figure out internally, like what it is, like possibly it's a trigger that like you didn't even know was a trigger for you. You know what I mean? And so in that aspect, like I think it depends on the relationship, but like in my mind, I'm thinking of this as a person whose friend is calling you like someone you talk to on on a regular basis and you find yourself ignoring their calls or like not calling them back or like finding reasons to not talk to them. In which case I, I would recommend, you know, explaining to that friend that for whatever reason, like you need some space. And if they are your friend, they should give that to you. You know what I mean? Like a friend should kind of support your needs and, you know, not ask a million questions and just say, totally get it. You need space. Like call me when you're ready or whatever. Right. And if that person puts up a fight, then that is something to add to your list of things to consider when you're evaluating that relationship. I think, I think that's how kind of like adult friendship breakups go. Mm -hmm. And I do think if the person is important to you, that you should really have a conversation with them. And if they're meant to be your friend, then they'll understand and have a constructive back and forth yeah, and open lines so that you can really talk about things. I don't, what I appreciate about our friendship is I can say to you. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Um, when you said this, it bothered me. Yeah. And now that I'm saying it to you, I realize why you were saying it, you know, as opposed to me harboring it and then something happens and then we argue because of a conversation we didn't have. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I, but also it's a big part of where does this friendship fall on your list? You know, is it a priority to you? Do you really care that much? Are you just like, is your life boring right now? Are you just trying to pick a fight with somebody? Yeah. I'm not a big, I'm not like, I don't really like fighting. I, it's like, it it stresses me out. Like it's not the way I handle things unless you're (laughs) Jesse. Like even with my family, like I could be so mad at my mom and I like won't fight with her just because it's like not not how I roll. Yeah. Um, but with Jesse, obviously it's like a totally different story. Right. Jesse gets fought with a lot of (laughs) thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think all in all is like we're grownups, right? 
Yeah. If you're listening, hopefully you're a grown up. Right. Or at least and if on you're your not, way there. Go back to school. <laughs> Stay in school. If you're not a grown up, most of this does not apply to you. Right. Like this whole podcast. Um, but yeah, like if you're a grown up, you know, act like a grown up. And if you want to be treated with respect, treat others with respect. That's right. And if you have a fucking problem, you need to voice it because like I say this to Jesse a lot when we're fighting, but like in, in all honesty, I don't know how you're feeling because I'm not a mind reader. And so I think that that's right. what makes our relationship work so well is that like I, 99% of the time when you tell me something I said bothered you, I, I would have had no idea. Right. You know what I mean? And so you tell me and I'm like, oh shit. And then I can be like, I didn't mean it in a way to bother you, whatever. And then we can talk it out. Right. That's how you grow a relationship. That's how you are. You should interact with somebody that you respect. Right. And not ignoring problems, not sidestepping issues. Um, And, you know, if, if a friendship is not serving you, like, yeah, it fucking blows to recognize that and accept it. And yeah, if you need to mourn, if that's part of your process, then you absolutely need to do right. that. But again, ignoring that grieving process that you you might need in order to get through isn't going to help you either. Agreed. You know, so appreciate your relationships for what they were when they were them. Let them go when you need to let them go. Mm-hmm. What is that fucking Mariah Carey song? There's a song about like letting something go and it coming back. Why are you so obsessed with me? Why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. No. That's not the song, of. but you know, um, thanks for the bite. Right. Right. All right, y'all. May peace be with you. Peace be with you. Break up with the friends that aren't serving you in a positive way. That that you don't give a fuck about. The temporary discomfort is worth the long-term That's right. peace. That's right. Namaste. And with that said, where can you find us? Wanna Vibe Podcast on Instagram. Wanna Vibe on Facebook. Wanna Vibe Tribe is our private Facebook group, which nobody's in, so join. Guys, I know. No, it's, it's my fault. Like, I need to... Facebook sucks. Facebook is trash. It's so hard to figure out. So I'll figure it out one of these days in my spare time. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes especially. We're on Spotify. Spotify, Stitcher. Podbean. Google Play. We're everywhere. Bunch of sluts. Wow. Ooh, that air conditioning feels good. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.